Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leads That Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined with Andy. Hello. James. Hello. And Matthew. Hello. Bit of a different one, this one. Um, we wanted to get together and kind of explain why since Christmas time, things have been a bit different for us and why we've uh, lent so much on particularly Andy to hold the fort and to keep the podcast going. But we wanted to put it out there and also to launch a prize draw that we think will help us raise, hopefully with your help, an awful lot of money for two causes that are particularly close to our hearts. The last time um, we heard about Paul was back in on the Boxing Day podcast, uh, home to Preston, where we were all very pleased and giddy because um, Paul and his wife had given birth to a baby son, baby Jack. Um, and unfortunately, six days later, uh, Jack passed away in hospital. Um, and obviously it's been incredibly difficult time for Paul uh, and his family and um, we just want to you know we've been with you all the way Paul but we just want to you know we miss you on the pod and we give everybody the opportunity to understand why it's not been quite the same for the last few months yeah I don't uh, you can't do this without it sounding pretty depressing um, but I, I thought it is, it is important to me and to my wife to to tell people a few things about that because we've got this platform and hopefully that can help raise some awareness and raise some funds for the utterly amazing people who supported us through that time. So to tell the the full story, um, on the 23rd of December, our little boy Jack was born um, 12, we- 12 and a half weeks early um, at 27 and a half weeks gestation and he was a, a very healthy a very good weight for um the age that, at which he was born and he was born in york hospital and 
he wasn't meant to be born in York Hospital. We were we were out for the day. It was close to Christmas. It was Christmas holidays, and um, we were very lucky that we were we were on our way towards York Hospital at the time. And having gone got to York Hospital, um, it became uh, apparent very quickly that Jack was going to be born. Um, and when he arrived, he was as I said, he was very healthy. It was a normal cesarean delivery that my wife had and um, she was recuperating and it was two days before Christmas and, and we were getting used to life with a new tiny baby on the special care baby unit. Now, just a bit of context, special care baby units are graded in different levels and Jack came into a special care baby unit that could take babies of his age other special care baby units can take babies only when they're from 31 weeks plus, I believe. I don't know, there's a lot of information that I've not quite remembered exactly, but um, essentially if he'd come where he was meant to be born, we would have been transferred to York anyway. So we were very fortunate that he was born there. The nurses and doctors that looked after Jack in the time that he was with us were absolutely fantastic. And what we've done since is tried to raise a lot of money for York, a special care baby unit specifically, because not all the funding that they get is from the NHS or from from government or however it's appropriated. They rely a lot on the funding that they can generate from the kindness of the community. Things such as um, blankets and other bits and pieces for the babies and also for the parents and also for the families. Um, They had a PlayStation, other things like that for for older siblings to be able to use in the unit. And all these things are donated and there's fundraising that's made for them. And those six days felt like a lifetime to us because it was Jack's lifetime. Unfortunately, um, we received a phone call on the night of the fifth night into the sixth day. And this was the only time uh, up until that Jack had been absolutely fine um, to say that he, he had taken a turn. And um, unfortunately he, he developed some kind of infection and because of how young he was, um, he wasn't able, he didn't have the immune system in order to fight it or to accept the, the drugs that would have helped to make him better. And he passed away peacefully within 24 hours of of receiving that. During that day, he was transferred to Newcastle Hospital because they had a higher grade of the special care baby unit that would have been able to look after him if he had more complex needs. He was transferred by a team called the Embrace Team, which is an ambulance team specifically for moving and transferring babies and who are in a critical condition who are absolutely fantastic as well, who I intend to do a lot of work for as well to support them because they made that day uh, bearable in the darkest of times. And um, and then Newcastle's special care baby unit, who were absolutely wonderful with us as well. Um, sadly, he was only there a couple of hours, but the people there were fantastic and have been fantastic since. And then Harrogate, um, who where he was supposed to be born, 
reached out to us and gave us immense help um, because despite the fact that he was never there, they've looked after us ever since as well because they're our local hospital. So an awful lot of people have been incredibly supportive. We've met the best people on the planet. We've met people who are genuine angels who give their lives to looking after people who are in difficult situations. Now, the majority of people, the majority of babies who are born at that age go on to lead healthy lives. But the money that we want to raise in Jack's honour is to help families who are found in that situation because nobody expects to be in that situation. It's not a situation that you could plan for um, to be as comfortable as possible. And hopefully, depending on how much we raise, just to give more to the unit to, to, to hope that they can do as much as they can for, for babies and for families who find themselves in those situations. So despite the fact that Jack was with us for six days, he has made us all better people. Um, we're choosing to live our lives in a positive manner, looking forward and thinking about how we can use the time that Jack was with us to try and um, think about the decisions and the way we go about our lives day to day in order to be the best that we can be and not to take for granted the things that we have, not to um, dwell on the little things that can often get us down and niggle us and to try and just uh, make the best of our lives as possible. So whilst I do apologise, that was a lengthy monologue and it's incredibly heavy, um, if anyone's managed to listen through all of that, thank you. Um, but I wanted to, we as a family, both my wife and my daughter and I wanted to put that out there. And I suppose as a leads, that family wanted to, uh, wanted to put it out there because it's a cause that is incredibly dear to us. And we want to see if we can use this platform that we have with the people that have kindly engaged with us and listened to the ramblings and the rubbish that we've put out for however long it is now, um, to see if we can gain a little bit of support and to, to raise a little bit of money. So that's that. And of course, the other family that Jack was a part of is the Leeds United family, because at the end of the day, he was a Leeds United fan and he's going to be remembered with a, a stone in Centenary Square outside the ground. And That's, that's true. And Jack... Um, Jack lived through two Leeds United games, the Preston home game and the Birmingham away game. So Jack was undefeated as a Leeds United <laughs> fan. He, he like, well, it's sad, but he, he, uh, he died not long after the Birmingham f- finished, but he was still with us then. So he was fighting through it. Can you, like you sat in hospital fighting <laughs> with your son who's fighting for his life and you're getting these pings on your phone <laughs> saying, Three, two, three, three, four, and you just go, Meh. you know, utterly bonkers. But he saw through that and he was undefeated. So, yeah, big part of the family. Always will be right beside me. So we're, we're calling on the family to help us raise some money for your care, specialist care baby unit, SCBU. Um, and the way we're going to do that is because we've already got a prize draw. We've got a great collection of prizes. Andy, can you remember any of them? Go on, see how many you can name. It's Generation Game. It's Leeds Lists, actually, but... Should we put some oh, music yeah. in the background? Let's put some <laughs> yeah, go on, on then. But yeah, we've got... What have we got? Fiddly si- Toy. We've got a signed book from Bryn Law. Jermaine Beckford signed Leeds United shirt. 
He hadn't delivered that yet. Yeah, yeah, if you're listening, Jermaine, we need that one. We need that one. We've got a Calvin Phillips uh, custom painted Funko from uh, Mark Brown. We've got a Leeds United shirt signed by Tim Bresnan and Pablo Hernandez. And a Yorkshire cricket shirt signed by the Yorkshire squad from a season we're not sure of. Ellen Smith from Shadow Lark. She's got a a signed pass and um, the cord sheet. Some DVDs from the City Talking, one from Lee Hicken, um, Do You Want to Win, and one from Jamie Jones Buchanan of As Good As It Gets. And we've got a uh, unopened Tony Boa Corinthian figure, which was our first uh, prize item that Andy very kindly donated. I didn't think they'd ever get better than that, but they did. Do we have to give that away? <laughs> yeah, I think so now. Um, so that that's that's the current state of play in terms of prizes in the prize draw. Um, we had, obviously, when we first launched it, announced that you could go to our website, leadsthat.com, and sign up um, to our mailing list to enter. And that is still the case. So if you want to enter for free, you can still do that. But what we're asking is for people to put forward a £5 donation um, in order to, you know, receive multiple entries into the draw, uh, which we'll draw on the 30th of June. Um, and we'll announce the winner at some point in July. Uh, and another reason why this is such a big deal is because we're not only going to be raising money for York Specialist Care Baby Unit, but we're also going to raise money for another charity that's close to our hearts because uh, very shortly after um, Paul's tragic news, we lost another member of the Leeds United family, and you might have seen this on Twitter um, over the last couple of weeks. Um, but James's dad, Stuart, passed away as well. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was um, a tough time at the start of the year. It was just unimaginable, really. Um, but yeah, my dad was like everything to me, you know. Like like everyone who goes to football and and uh, with their dad, they'll they'll know uh, all the memories come flooding back every time I go now. And for for a lot of years, because my dad was ill, he had Parkinson's for a long time, and he he couldn't go because he was just sort of full of anxiety and which is just something you get as part of Parkinson's, unfortunately. And uh, he just didn't want to go, but it just stopped me from going for a long time. And uh, only recently, really, have I fully started going back. Um, and uh, I think doing the podcast, in all honesty, has kind of really helped a lot of things over the years. You know, you just bury you bury a lot when someone's uh, not very well. And anyone listening to this will know all this. You just kind of have to keep fighting and going along with it because there's nothing else you can do and but um just kind of having this and and in a way I know it sounds cheesy and very cliche but having leads to concentrate on is a is a really positive thing and I and I think um it's funny when people say it's just like you know we 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 all have it like wives and people say it's just football why do you care so much and to the extent I agree but football you attach so much emotion of the people that you've been with over the years and I've attached like everything with my dad from that time and and uh whenever I go up Tolland Road now I always think of him and 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 I'll always have that so I'm really grateful for it yeah, and James's dad uh Stuart is a proper legend all of us who've grown up with James uh got to know Stuart as he looked after us drove us places uh <laughs> cracked jokes um you know he was just an all-round top guy and um it's been sad to see you know his um you know, I'm struggling with this illness over 15 years, but we'll all just remember what a top bloke he was. And actually, I didn't know James until I read the tweet that you'd actually you you were the one who properly converted him into a Leeds United fan. Yeah, he was he was um, born down south, 
I think the first football game he went to was Watford. Um, he His family moved up north, uh, lived in East Keswick. He got a job in Leeds, met my mum where he worked. Uh, mum's from Leeds, all her side of the family are from Leeds. And he didn't really like football, but I was obsessed with football because of Matthew, who I'm sat opposite, uh, who introduced me to football in Leeds at primary school. And then I took that home you know, imposed that on my dad and was obsessed with Leeds and said oh, I wanted to go to games and pestered him for years. And then he became a Leeds fan and was <laughs> was a, a diehard fan in the end. Should we talk about the funeral? Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you told me that shortly after he passed away, <laughs> your mum had said, um, oh, well, if it was down to me, we'd just have quite a, quiet low-key yeah. low-key funeral but yeah. your dad always wanted horses so you're off to have horses <laughs> yeah it's true and i he wanted I, six apparently <laughs> yeah he wanted six and my mum would only pay for two <laughs> um rightly so though if they're if they're expensive <laughs> yeah well they are expensive but um yeah it's just funny it's just, it, that's just sums my dad up you know really sort of quiet and very introverted but yet there he is wanting horses and you, you'd asked for them to have subtle subtle I, leads called. i said so they said, what sort of colours? They were like, we could have some nice red. I was like, no chance. Like, flat out said, no, we're not having any red. In fact, tell them we don't want any red anywhere near the funeral. And uh, I said, subtle Leeds colours would be great. And? <laughs> <laughs> well, they turned up outside uh, my mum's house with massive Leeds United flags on the horses. <laughs> which made me laugh. Did they have shirts on? They didn't have shirts. That would have been good. And it wasn't far off. It wasn't it far wasn't off. Fa- they, they nearly They're like parachutes, Leeds United parachutes. And there's a little parallel in that of you telling them that you absolutely didn't want red on the horses. Back to Jack's funeral because um, Paul had his mum, sent his mum out, was it the day before, to buy some white rose petals? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they, uh, they said that they provide petals to scatter over his uh, graveside and... Um, yeah, so I sent my mum for white white and yellow ones because they told me that they couldn't guarantee what colour it'd be. It'd just be whatever they picked up from the churchyard. So, And the white ones, they looked a lot classier. They did, Definitely. they did. So so James, um, what's the charity What's the charity that we're going to be raising um, money for through the prize draw in, uh, in memory of Stuart? So yeah, the um, charity that I'd like it to go to is uh, Orb Community Arts. They have a centre in Nairsborough where my dad lived and um, they supported him for a lot of years um, through creative um, means. So made a lot of music with my dad, something that he always wanted to do. Um, but they do all sorts of classes like lessons for piano and things with people just to improve their, uh, or provide you know people with the support for, for, for getting positive mental health, basically. So yeah, really good charity and... Uh, it'd be nice to see it go directly back into the community. So yeah, I just want to say, you know, thanks to everyone who's supported um, us, our family, um, our friends and you guys in Leeds that as well. Uh, It's, you know, it's really appreciated. And, um, you know, it would have been 10 times tougher without everyone. And, uh, you know, I'll always be grateful for it. And I'd like to to echo that and just say that just to, just to repeat and reiterate that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that anybody listening to this knows that we all go through tough times in our lives and I'm trying to take from this that we can 
look at things and think about how we can be better and improve upon ourselves and have a bit of self-reflection for the future but equally um the people that have surrounded us in this time are the people that have allowed me and enabled me to to think and to feel like that because without that support network I wouldn't have been able to do so so thank you and um whilst I haven't been on the pods and may not be just for the foreseeable future being able to do your research on how the head-to-head records and other people's forums and copy and pasting Joe Bedford's tweets has still uh, <laughs> kept me going. Yeah, and thanks for that, Paul. And thank you both of you for, you know, coming on and talking about it because I know that's not easy to do. And again, back to what we said at the beginning, thanks very much to Andy who's really um, helped carry the pod through quite a difficult period. And I'm sure you'll understand that's why um, we haven't been together as a as full band of four for some time now and added to everything else that's been going on I've had a, um, I've been a little bit unwell and off work nothing too serious and hopefully back at it soon but that's why I haven't been around on the pod um, much either so really it's uh, been left in Andy's hands and uh, James to try and keep Andy sober um, for the <laughs> he's past- the quietest one today as well isn't he <laughs> yeah for the past for the past few weeks um, so bear with us we'll uh, obviously we've got quite an uncertain end to the season coming up now um, we're going to try and pull together some content to put out in that period of time. Um, we won't have any match day podcasts in the in the near future. But you what? Um, <laughs> not, have you, is this a new memo for you, Andy? There's no games. No games at the moment, but hopefully we'll be back with something um, very soon. That's great. So we want to raise as much money as we possibly can for these two charities. Um, and here's how the mechanic is going to work. If you go to leadsthat.com forward slash donate. Um, there's a link there to um, a donation page. You can go on there and um, pledge £5 to the cause. Uh, and for each £5 that you pledge, you will get one entry into our prize draw. So £5, one entry, £10, two entry, £20, four entries, and so on. Um, so go to leadsthat.com forward slash donate um, and give us as much money as you can for good causes. Also, we'll be adding to the prize draw, hopefully, as we line up more interviews coming, and we'll see what stash we can get to add to the pot. And if anybody wants to add anything to the prize draw, if you've got something that you could donate to the prize draw that people might want to win but can't afford to give a donation, then that's another brilliant way that you can support this. So um, just get in touch with us, leadsthat.com or at leadsthat on social media. Podcast Network.